Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks. Listen up, Auto Thoughts and Decepticlowns. You are listening to Prime Cuts, a non-linear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. I'm your other host, Audrey. And we are here to finish Cyberverse Season 1, or Chapter 1, I guess. They call them chapters. It's a... it's fucking red. It's a season. I guess, uh... I guess technically you could just, like, watch all of this as a uh like a two hour movie or something. It's not a very long series. <laughs> no, it's not. Um but uh yeah, we watched episode sixteen through eighteen of Cyberverse today. Um they pack a lot into a pretty small amount of time. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get the big fights uh in here, and we get a, a several big fights here at the very end. Starting with episode sixteen, the extinction event. Um, where we open with the Seekers having already uh, repaired the space bridge off screen. They Look, must they been, can do things. Those must have been really good instructions, because as we all know, Seekers are dumb as a bag of hammers, uh, according to Shockwave, anyway. Well, Shockwave thinks everyone is dumb as a, b- a bag of hammers and also has to work in close conjunction with Starscream, uh, which we see over the course of this episode again. Um, they don't have a great working relationship. <laughs> No, they seem to be uh, constantly stabbing each other in the back. How how rare and unlikely for Decepticon High Command. Yeah, how how never never have a shockwave <laughs> in Starscream had this relationship before. What a what a surprise! What a shock! Or any other member of <laughs> Decepticon High Command. Soundwave always famously gets along with both of them as well. Oh yeah, look and Megatron for that matter. Look. It's toxic. We know this. They all suck so much. It's am- it's amazing that this army functions at all. Yeah. So we see Shockwave ship come through. Shadow Striker is also there. It seems as though Shadow Striker is like Shockwave's sort of personal guard, it seems. <laughs> She's his right hand man. Hand. Uh-huh. Arm. And- you're right. His her, funny little rabbit. Is that what he calls you? No. She's his right hand, left leg, uh, chunk <laughs> of torso man. Yes. No, she's only one of those things. <laughs> so the Seekers are all kind of nervous about uh, having to work under Shockwave. Meanwhile, back in Grimlock's fucking replica Stone Age arc. We, um, it's, uh, he's, he's kind of explaining what happened and explaining how, yes, I taught the dinosaurs how to build this. The, the dinosaurs were actually hyper intelligent. It's tragic now that they went extinct. Um, they didn't build buildings because they simply didn't need it. They could if they wanted to. Yeah, they had the capacity to, but you know, uh, I don't know how they did the wiring still. That, uh, that eludes me. They used some kind of. Uh, they they minecrafted that shit. Yeah, they used they they found some fucking redstone. Yeah, 
But immediately, pretty immediately, Teletrain 1 detects the uh, ship that Shockwave has brought and identifies it as a specific thing. Because as soon as, Sh- literally as soon as Shockwave gets off his ship, he looks around at the Seekers and goes, all y'all uh, work too fucking slow. Here's what I'm going to do. Literally kill everything on that planet. Yeah. Like right now. So... So he's like, Slipstream, come here for a second. And she like approaches and he like metaphysically slaps her, essentially. Yes. He's like, so you you're, dumb bitch. You're um, a fucking idiot. You can't do shit. I'm here and I've got a great plan. Step one, genocide. Step two, yeah. profit. Basically what he says is, if it breathes, it's a thought. Yeah, he's um, like, I will kill all organic <laughs> life on Earth by flipping the uh, the Earth's magnetic field around. And so she just responds to this by going like, cool. Sounds good, sir. I do like one of the things that I really like about this episode is that um, Slipstream uses her for all of her superior officers, including um, Shadow Striker. Yes. Um, it's really it's a really nice little touch. Fuck gender. I- Robots don't have gender. Fuck you. <laughs> It's almost like a Cybertronian's idea of gender is, would be real different than a human's idea of gender. Uh, Simon Furman doesn't Crazy think shit. so, though. <laughs> well, it kind of does. He thinks gender is a form of torture. <laughs> yeah, when you put it that that's... way, maybe he's got some kind of point, but you know. <laughs> he literally, I mean, that's, that's the textual explanation he gives. It's like, oh yeah, the concept of gender was introduced as a form of torture. Good, uh, good lord. So, uh, I mean, oh, man. this whole thing about murdering all <laughs> organic life, I mean, from what we've seen, the Earth is mostly barren anyway. We've only seen one fucking human this entire time. They're all time. there. They're, they just go to sleep at 5 p.m. <laughs> yeah, they're just they're there, just off screen. Uh, and also, I don't think he's flipping the magnetic field. I think he's literally going to turn it off. Yeah. Yeah, which would cause the uh, uh, the solar wind to fucking strip that bitch bare. So I guess yeah, that that would definitely work. Um, he's doing this by splitting his ship in half and putting one on the north pole and one on the south pole and shooting a big laser into the earth. Hey, don't worry about it. It's a real G one ass plan. All that's missing it is. is like it an is. inexplicable the, the, green one, crystal. This one feels a little more. Um, less bumbling. Yes. It is a G1-ass plan, but this feels like very directly, it's like, okay, we're going to do this and this, this is going to be effect, it'll be over in five minutes, let's go. And I mean, it's it's quite effective, because like, while they're talking, Teletran X goes, oh, by the way, actually, um, because they're, they're arguing about splitting up, even, you know, even though there's only three of them, because yeah. uh, X goes, oh, don't worry about that, uh, the North Pole's already fucked. Like, we can't stop that. That's already in motion. Uh, so we should just go and stop the South Pole. Because you, yeah. you only gotta destroy one of them to turn the whole thing off. Let's go to the South Pole. And Teltranex is like, it's fine. They need both of them. So all we need to do is get rid of these guys at the South Pole and it'll be fine. So they steal a plane. I don't know from where, uh, but they do. I mean, is it really stealing if there's no humans to? That's to true. Own it? They, they, it was, it was three thirty p.m., which meant everyone was fast asleep. Right. Well, that was during their siesta. That's right. 
Um, so Grimlock and Bumblebee are crammed into the bay of this cargo plane. And honestly, I don't know. Cargo planes are fucking big. They, and I know Grimlock's like a, a hefty lad, but I feel like they should have more space than they do in there. They're re- they seem really cramped. Yeah. I mean, it's like two cars, right? Two cars can fit into a cargo plane without much. I I know, I know Grimlock's not really a car, but like, size-wise. Yeah, it's like a a car and a large, really large truck. Like a Ford F-150. But anyway, the the point is they they should have more space in there as well. And you can also like, look at like, Windblade for size comparison. That's okay, that's true. Windblade is not that big of a jet. And she's, yeah. like, pretty big compared to it. Anyway, uh, Shockwave has split the Seekers up. Uh, I believe he is being helped out by Acid Storm, uh, Thrust, and Nova Storm. Uh, no, oh no, it's just, it's Nova Storm and Thrust. Yeah, Nova Storm went with, uh, with uh, Thundercracker and... Uh, Slipstream with Shadow Striker to the South uh, Pole, where... They, uh, they, they, they are attacked by the Autobots. There's a whole so thing. The, the Autobot strategy here is to pair everyone up with the one person that makes them so, uh, mad. It makes them look stupid. Um, and all those people do gay little dances that pisses them off. Yeah. And then they Grimlock, get, the, and then they get overwhelmed by their bloodlust. <laughs> Grimlock, as someone who does not have uh, one of those among this cast of characters, uh, sneaks inside the ship and, and takes it over pretty easily. Yeah, though evidence suggests that Shockwave might be that for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but Thundercracker but, is the only one in there when he comes in there. And that's, uh, yeah. well, that's just simply not a fight. So the order of this is like Windblade gets there first and Slipstream's like, Sir, to, to like Shadow Striker, sir, can I go and kick her ass? And Shadow Striker's like, you better do it for real this time. Um, <laughs> so she goes off to fight Windblade, and then Bumblebee literally does a gay little dance that pisses Shadow Striker off. Um, and Shadow Striker's like, I can't not kill him. Um, and goes off, and that leaves Thundercracker. Surrounded. No Storm also leaves? Yeah, Slipstream brings No Storm along. Thundercracker yeah. is surrounded. By little shockwave drones that are all glaring at him. He hates it. Don't like it. Um, so, yeah, as one can imagine, it does not go very well for Shadow Striker or Windblade. Or, um, uh, Slipstream and, and Nova Storm. Because the, uh, the, the Seekers, Windblade literally surfs on them. She just she does them so dirty in the show. It's 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 nasty. They really they desperate. It's been so long since they got a dub. Um. Meanwhile, well, I mean, I guess they fixed the. the I mean, bridge. on her, like that's a general dub. It's been since she was captured that they got a dub on her. Yeah. Um. But uh, as as the fights are going on, there's also this fun little kissmissitude. Going on between Shockwave and Grimlock. Yes, because uh, he he very quickly dispatches Thundercracker, uh, whom uh, Shockwave was talking to. And they have a little bit of a conversation, he and Grimlock do. Yeah, and Grimlock, uh, uh, Shockwave uh, basically is like, you're going to regret this. Um, I'm going to kill you all. Anyway, bye. Um 
And Teltran X is like, cool. Well, I guess he's gone. So I'm going to swoosh right in. And bad news, it is too late to stop this. Good news. You can just blow up the ship. I love that works too. here. Like, look, yeah, you can't, <laughs> hacking is for fucking uh, wimps and losers. Check this out. And he just, <laughs> he just fucking blows up the ship. Yeah, Grimlock's, Grimlock's entire characterization in Cybertron is, is so good. I really, really enjoy it. But it's basically like, I may be a gentleman, bottom text. Yeah, and he, absolutely. <laughs> and then he just like, he's like, anyway. Brute Force is also very good. Can we also talk about the horrible way he kills these shockwave drones? Yeah. Literally tearing them apart with his bare hands. Yeah, she's, uh, he's, uh... Bro. Listen, if he, he, Grimlock does not have ass things. If he says he's going to brute force something, he's going to brute force something. I suppose that's true. So, shockwave... You know, his plan has failed, but he's he's like, that's fine. I don't actually care that much. Uh, I'm already formulating plan number two. And we see plan number two because uh, while the Autobots are flying off, Victorious, one of his little drones is in the cargo plane spying on them. It's like not very small. It's hard to miss. It's kind of impressive. No one sees it. Well, they're too, Bumblebee and Grimlock are too busy uh, complaining about how cramped it is. You know how it is. Of course, of course. You're so right. So that brings us into episode 17, Awaken Sleeping Giants. Hey, it's time to get the crew back together. Wakey, wakey, motherfuckers. You've been sleeping for 65 million years or however long it's been. Um, yeah, so one of the issues that they had last... Um, last episode, which is that in addition to uh, Teletron X going, the North is fucked already, don't worry about it, let's just go to the South Pole, um, is that even if it wasn't fucked already, um, they do not have enough people. Um, yeah, like, there's, uh, there's like a whole fleet coming behind Shockwave. Like, he was just, he was just the, 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 the like, first boots on the ground here. Uh, Starscream is also on his way, so they kind of. Though they don't to... know that yet, right? So yeah, they're they're gonna wait. They're gonna they gotta find the Ark and Grimlock. You know, he wasn't just hanging out and teaching the dinosaurs cyber masonry this, that whole time he was he was stuck on Earth. He was looking for the Ark, um, and he has a a map room where he was he was uh he put down all the locations he searched and this show hates me so <laughs> this show i i am now of of the opinion that this show has put in incorrect uh dinosaur facts just to vex them it's on purpose um yeah. it's it, it is targeting nero specifically because there's okay, it's this show came out in 2018, and there's simply no excuse for you to say the words Pangea existed 65 million years ago. No, it fucking didn't. Did Pangea, they actually say those words? Yes, they said this is how the Earth looked 65 million years ago. No, it okay, didn't. that's fair. <laughs> we know how it looked, and it wasn't fucking Pangea. 
In fact, the Earth 65 million years ago looks a little bit familiar to Earth now. You can see the continents beginning to take their modern positions. Um, in fact, they were very split up, which is why late Cretaceous dinosaurs got so fucking weird because things just like had no, you know, evolution just went fucking crazy in every corner of the world with no real connections between areas. Um, and no, it wasn't fucking Pangea. And also, you like, Teletronex goes, uh, you could chat to some hadrosaurs, which wouldn't be around, which would be around 65 million years ago, but not on Pangea. Because that wasn't around. It's easy. We're introducing a new segment here called Nero's Dinosaur Corner, uh, where every week they will teach you real dinosaur facts. As long as this show keeps getting them wrong. Uh, Anyway, the point is that Grimlock searched all over Pangea uh, somehow 65 million years ago instead of like 225 million years ago. Um, And found a lot of wreckage and debris but never actually found the ark itself uh but teletrain one can take all of that data and kind of you know cross-reference it and mash it together to find the actual location of the ark which of course portland is, oregon <laughs> yes yeah, it is oregon as they find out because like they they they, lo- they located on the pangea map and then they split the continents up and yes it is in fucking portland oregon buried what under a- mount st hillary just like uh g1 what a what a beautiful image. What a beautiful world Cyberverse conjures a Portland without any people in it. <laughs> so they fly out there. It's it's time to wake the boys up. Um of course Shockwave dispatches the seekers as soon as he hears about this because he's been spying the whole time. So they are uh they are attacked by the seekers as they fly out to uh as they're flying out to Portland, Oregon. Uh, and you know, it's, it's a dog fight. Yeah. Uh, we are, we are getting into like the cool action part of the season. Um, basically the way through to the finale of this is, um, like a lot of fighting and they look pretty good. Yeah. I think that, I think a lot of the action scenes look quite good. Uh, Windblade basically has to fight all of these seekers on her own. Um, there's like does... a really gnarly part here where um thrust and acid storm like land on her wings and start trying to force her uh propellers out yeah they they uh they stop them from turning to make her fucking crash yeah and then slipstream shoots out one of the cargo plane's engines so you know they're making a, a a an emergency landing one could say but they're robots so they'll be fine there is the bit where uh, they jump out, they bail out of the plane, and Grimlock turns into dinosaur mode to sort of cushion the fall with his increased endurance, and then catches uh, Bumblebee in a princess carry in dinosaur mode. There is there is a noise that Bumblebee makes here. Yeah, he does make a baby crying noise. Yeah, he goes, ah! <laughs> it's... <laughs> It is Wednesday that we are recording this, and Wednesday that I I watch these episodes, and uh, all I could think was, "It's Wednesday, my dudes." Ah, ah yeah, absolutely. Um, so, but yeah, it's fine. Uh, Grimlock fastball specials Bumblebee into the air, and he uh stingers, I think, Nova Storm, which sends her crashing to the ground and exploding. 
Teletran X comes over to uh, Grimlock and is like, is there any way I can help crew member Grimlock? And Grimlock's like, a move so nice, I'll do it twice. And throws him again, just like Bumblebee. I gotta tell you, Thunder, Cyberverse Thundercracker may be taking the most L's of any Thundercracker. Oh, absolutely. Ever. I mean, he listen, it's a, owned it, by a fucking orb. It's, a, I mean, to be fair, it's a limited pool. Yeah, but Thundercracker like, does not show up that often. But, yeah, uh, you know, he's, we got so we got Gmon Thundercracker, we got Cybertron Thundercracker, who at least has some dubs. Yes, yeah. animated. Uh, and then we have yeah, animated Thundercracker. Ooh, animated he, Thundercracker takes a he, lot of dubs. Yeah, he has. I a mean, bad a lot of time. L's. He has a short and very bad time. Interesting, yeah. was animated. <laughs> But yeah. uh, I think because this Thundercracker is around for much longer, uh, and he does const- rack up those L's. He, he is he is uh, it, it is quantity over quality. One might say it's during also, this fight. <laughs> as a go ahead. It's also one of those things where I guess he kind of has it in Nova Storm, but like in other media, his shit is often balanced by Skywarp being yeah. as if not more incompetent. <laughs> um. Which then there's no Skywarp here to do that for him. No, and Nova Storm doesn't nearly take as many humiliating L's. She didn't yeah. get owned by a fucking orb. He's a he's a Ken without his Allen. Yeah. Uh. So during this fight, Starscream <laughs> calls Slipstream, and is like, "What the fuck is going on down there?" Um. And she's like, "Well, uh, sir, Shockwave is here," and he's like, "Fuck." I knew it. I knew that. I knew that one-eyed bitch would try this. He literally says, "Why does he always do this to me?" It's such a good line. <laughs> I wanted to backstab him first. Um, and he basically tells her to fucking clean shit up before he gets there. Um, which is yeah, this is when they learn that there's an entire fucking fleet coming. Uh, headed by by Starstream, because Teletron X overhears that conversation. Yeah. And so, once again, he, like, goes back to everyone else, and he's like, hey, so more bad news. We're fucked. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get in that fucking volcano. Um, and they go into the volcano. Yeah, they gotta, they go through the lava chute. Uh, they have, they have a little guy following them. Yep, that, that, that little drone is still there. And they, they do some fucking spelunking until they, they get to the main magma chamber, which is where the Ark has crashed. Well, you know, I say crashed, it's, it seems it seems pretty well put together. Like, does it, like, jammed into the rock at all? Uh, I think the landing gear are deployed, aren't they? I can't like, remember. But this is, they also, like, fall. That's true. They fall into the magma chamber. Uh, and they do some some platforming. Uh, thanks yeah. to Bumblebee's quick thinking. Well, also it, Grimlock gets a new trick. Yeah, because what? Has, so so Windblade uh, easy mode just flies over. Uh, Bumblebee shoots some rocks down out of the ceiling to help him and, and Grimlock uh, platform over. And Grimlock, I like that this Cyberverse Grimlock has Cup G One Cups storytelling quirk. Yeah, he's like this reminds me of the time I did X and Y. You know, like he just—he's always fucking saying some dumb shit he did. Um, and yeah, he falls in the—he falls in the magma. 
which normally would uh, kill him dead. However, he's built different. Yeah, he would simply say Grimlock simply says no, thank you. He he simply transforms into dinosaur mode, so he's more physically, uh, physically like hardy. And then yeah, he jumps out, uh, and because he got so hot, he now has fire breath, which he uses to burn down a wall. And hey, good news, we found the Ark. Oh, it's back there. So, Fire Breath, I think Fire Breath, I can't remember, I th- I think the Dinobots use their Fire Breath in G1, and I know oh. they do in um, Animated. Yeah, no, they do, they do their first appearance. Yeah, I think it's usually Slag that uses it the most, though. Yeah. He becomes um. the fire guy. Okay, so right? now that I'm yeah, looking at it, because Wheeljack made fire-breathing dinosaurs with heads with brains too small to tell their heads from their asses. Simple brains. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, they find the ark, uh, and yeah, but of course, so did the shockwave drone. There's a big group hug, and uh, Teletrax is like, "Can I get on the group hug?" And everyone's like, "Sure, I guess. I guess that's fine." Uh, but of course, the Decepticons know where they are, and that brings us into episode 18, Eruption. Yeah. Um, guess what happens in this episode? You you won't. You'll never it's, guess. You'll never fucking guess. So they're trying to figure out a way, you know, they're trying to figure out a way to restart the arc, but unfortunately, Shockwave is literally standing. We, we open on the literal ending of uh of the last episode with the group hug thing which is shot from an angle where you can see behind them yeah but actually no it turns out that every decepticon on earth uh which is only eight of them to be fair uh was behind them already newsflash asshole etc etc yeah so it's it's time for a little tower defense mission um the the big fight starts and Shockwave, of course, his goal is he's going to destroy all of the Autobots on the Ark. He's going to blow it up. Simple I mean, goal. It's, gotta, it's gotta, worked. It's good to have achievable short-term goals. And I mean, okay, so here's the thing. If you just take this in raw numbers, this looks bad for the Autobots, right? But you got to do some math. <laughs> but, but if so, you... Samoa Joe. <laughs> yeah, so you, you take me and you take, but but Grimlock counts for like five dudes on his own, and each of the seekers. Is I have a hundred and sixty-six percent chance of winning. Yeah, qu- for for Thundercracker, it's like a fourth. He's really He's, not much of a concern. He really is such a bitch boy in this. <laughs> uh, but of course, once again, we square off in into our uh, into our into our anime villain like showdowns. Harry. We have Slipstream and Windblade duking it out. We have Shadow Striker and Bumblebee fighting, uh, and Grimlock takes on all the Seekers at once. Even Teletran X gets like rivals here in the form of uh, Shockwave's drones. Yeah, he he uh, gets tackled by one and like flies through the scene, uh, screaming for help. So, I mean, you know, it's it's fighting time. Like, we, Grimlock tail whips him. Oh, Grimlock bites Acid Storm and shakes her around like a chewed toy. Yeah. He, not, uh, he does some damage to these Seekers. It's, it's a bad time. It is not a good matchup. You need, like, eight, you need, like, eight Seekers to even hope to have an evenly matched, like, Grimlock fight. You cannot... Yep. 
you cannot do this with four. It is, it's pretty brutal, um, <laughs> what he does to these Seekers. Um, Bumblebee actually gets, whether purposeful or not, help from Teletron X, um, who manages to drop this drone on top of Shadow Striker, <laughs> so that, um... Wait, what the fuck? Hang on, I just, I had this on in the background. Two generic Seekers just fucking show up in the middle of this fight. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, they do. That's not what? Acid Storm. That's a completely hey. different. That is a completely different seeker with neon green. Who the painting. fuck is that guy? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That's that's correct. I know. I I'm I I they're had fucking, to do like a double take. They're fucking multiplying. I I had to do like a double take as well because I was like, is that Acid Storm? I'm like, no, that's way too much yeah. sober. There's like a silver green one, and then there's the teal one, who I'm pretty yeah. sure is one of the guys that Bumblebee blew up in the Shadow Striker episode. Uh huh. He's they're fine, fucking- but he's dead. They're fucking budding. That's what's going on here. Uh, it's, it's, it's surely it can't be an animation error because they have too many goddamn guys with identical character models but slightly different colors. Um, so yeah, they're they're famous. The they're famous for getting uh, the Transformers franchise as a whole. Famous for getting oh, secret yeah. colors, right? We've we've never had any problems keeping those guys straight before. Not um, once. Please do uh, yeah. not look at G one. Any like, <laughs> literally choose an episode of G one with more than one seeker in it. Three, three star screen moon baby. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So Bumblebee is able to paralyze Shadow Striker. Um. And then is able to help Windblade. Um. And, and gets on the arc. Yeah. Uh. While Windblade takes on Shockwave, which is a very funny matchup <laughs> she just blows him on his ass and then shockwave goes wait i can just fucking blow this volcano what am i doing down yeah, here yeah he, he scuttles away like a little freak i hate him it still I, seems like where are you where are you going i yeah i love so you know a, a lot of shockwave you know g1 shockwave turns into like a, a ray gun a lot of shockwaves turn into weird tanks and this one does too except he turns into a metal gear <laughs> He crawls along the walls like a weird little freak. He turns into uh, one of the Legend of Zelda Guardians. He does. Uh, And just like those Legend of Zelda Guardians, he's going to shoot a big laser. Um, He is going to use his half of the ship to uh, rile up the volcano into into erupting. Now, all Windblade needs to do here is perfect parry. That's hard, you know? Um, so while that, all this is going on, Teletran X is going to upload himself into the, uh, the arc because tragically the saddest thing to ever occur, Teletran one is, is gone. It's like legitimately like extremely tragic. That was the funniest character in this show by a mile. Literally, literally the funniest guy. And he's, he's gone before his time. Oh, Something insane, you know, we talked about how you need, you need, uh, like, eight Seekers to take on Grimlock. Shadow Striker wrestles him to the ground in dinosaur mode. She's nuts. She I is fueled by rage and angst, and that will take you a long way. Yeah, that'll get you some places, kid. Um, uh, also, she shoots Teletran X while he's uploading his oh consciousness. Oh my god. This is so funny because, so, yeah, Teletran X is like, I'm going to die, basically, to revive (laughs) 
this, like, to revive this ship. And, like, Bubbly's like, no, don't do it. And Teletran X is like, no, this is what I was meant to do. And then, like, gets shot yeah. by. And it's literally all I could think about was that scene, uh, Skull Island. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one. <laughs> So, but it all is not lost. He did manage to upload himself before getting fucking ganked by Shadow Striker. Um, and he is able to start the process of well, like to be clear, Grimlock him. comes back and and also Shadow Striker is still still there and That's is dealt true. with by by Grimlock coming back and being like, "Hey, fuck you!" and slamming Wait, her against more- the wall. <laughs> there's another there's another generic secret in the yeah. background of this there's a gold one who the fuck is that guy that's sunstorm don't worry about it um, that's, 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 that's that's fucking sun like sun puddle or something i don't know who the fuck that guy is just wait until he starts bleeding radiation piss boy over here also that that's also definitely not thrust either i don't know who these fuckers are I mean, one of them is Thrust. One of them is Thrust. But yeah, there's a bunch of uh, little generics here. Don't worry about it. These guys just looks like a a fucking Xbox. I think they Um, just like slapped colors on them. Yeah, there's like, oh, fuck it. Uh, What secret models do we have? They looked at some some Neopet paintbrushes and then slapped a bunch on some some secret frames. Something. Uh, So, yes. The Shadow Striker gets owned pretty hard by Grimlock and, and is dragged to safety by Nova Storm. Um, Who calls for tele- a retreat at that point. Yeah, she's like, we should probably get out of here. This uh, volcano is beginning to erupt because at this point, Shockwave has indeed set the volca- set the whole damn thing to blow. Uh, but Teletronax figures out how to use the Ark's auto defenses and then he tries to figure out how to turn on the lava shielding. And he has he has some trouble. Oh, there's also like this short scene of Bumblebee being really upset about him being dead. Um, yes, he's so sad. And then Teltran X is like, rumors of my death have been grossly exaggerated. Anyway, cool shield time. Um, and uh, they do. They 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 manage. You know, they, there's a there's a there's the bit where you have like him opening and closing all the doors and playing weird music and you know all, all your classic gags of how do i work this thing but he figures it out um he, he, he puts up the halo bubble shield yeah he also figures out um that uh he can take control of the arc's weapon systems blasts everybody he's um, like teehee lasers are fun then he's like oh right and i can wake all the boys up and so he does everyone's awake and uh bumblebee goes to hug his dad yeah this is Alphabus the prime this is the most unironic unsexual daddy sorry daddy sorry daddy moment i've ever seen yeah it's just it's literally just you're my dad you're my dad boogie woogie woogie yeah it's so cute um anyhow Everyone's awake and like, what's going on? Uh, and Teletrax is like, well, uh, the, that Septicon fleet is here, so we should probably handle that. Big, hey, big boat. <laughs> yeah, they got a Nemesis class fucking Star Cruiser and like 87 scout ships. And, oh, and Starscream at the helm. Yeah, Starscream's here, Shockwave's here. It's, it's getting real bad over here on Earth, uh, but you know. 
luckily, everyone's awake. Optimus has his mask on, and we're ready to fucking party. But of course, we can't. We, that's where the season ends. Yeah. With, oh, you with wanted the- to, you, you wanted to see the Autobot and Decepticons fight in the present, like for real? No. Got to wait. Of course, of course, it ends with that iconic line: "Autobots roll out." Yep. Uh, looking at this lineup here, we have Wheeljack, Chromia, Rack and Ruin, RC, Prowl, and Prowl are yeah. the new guys. I'm sure there will be more who show up. Uh, but these are the guys in the big like. I think we're gonna see Blur again. I think he's coming back. <laughs> I think know? Blur is coming back in a big way. <laughs> I think here's how here's how Blur, Blur can, can still, still win. live. He's look, guys. I think he's fine. He just needs. He just needs some rest. He just needs some fucking R and R. You know, he's he'll be fine. I I, I, I got him in this dustpan. I vacuumed. They have a cure for that on Caminus. He'll be fine. Yeah, we just got. We got him in this fucking doggy bag. We just gotta. We just gotta put him over to Caminus. (laughs) Oh man! Once we get to animated season three, we get to talk about another blur with an unfortunate fate. Yeah, I mean, his is more messed up. Uh, uh, But that is the end of Cyberverse Season 1. The boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. Presumably a ship mostly full of Seekers. Let me check to see if we have any replies on Twitter. I refuse. Some, I've heard. I've heard some people call it X on podcasts. I listen to. It's like you can't be doing that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about like what do you think the spa world would be <laughs> of all the colonies? <sighs> Vigilum. <laughs> uh, maybe. No, I mean that's that. No, obviously, I don't think it would be Vigilum. <laughs> I mean, let's say like, but the problem is, so many of the colonies are fucked up. Like. Velocitron is a death world in the comics. I mean, uh, jung- Jungle Planet, maybe? I forget what it's called. Oh, where the uh, Beast Wars guys are? You got some fucking hot springs over there, I'm sure. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, like, what are you, you going to go to fucking Devison? No one knows what's over there. <laughs> Alita 1. <laughs> Alita no, 1 does. Fucking... Oh, God. <laughs> She knows a lot of things. Uh, Remember how her chair looked like a decapitated Optimus Prime head? Uh-huh. She's so normal. God, um, I, the IDW, IDW Alita 1 is like the hottest woman I've ever seen. I love is, evil women. She is wild and out that entire time. She's not even technically evil. She's just no, bad. She's just sort of a sicko. And you she know just, what? We support that here. Yeah. She, uh, so how she knows about, what she wants. That's What she wants is uh, mayhem. And power. And oh, she does want that power. How about you take us through the questions on Discord? Yeah, sure. Um, okay. Um, are these the least effective... Se- oh, sorry, from Haybine... Are these the least effective seekers? If not, where do they rank? Um, pretty low. I do pretty think low. they're more effective than G1. Yeah, I'm really struggling because, like, they at least captured Windblade at one point, and like they fixed the space bridge. 
Like, they've done things. A lot of it we don't see on screen, but they have done things. I'm really struggling to remember a time where any of the Seekers in G1 did shit other than get owned. The Seekers in G1 don't even remember that they have outlier abilities. Yeah. They <laughs> like Skywarp does sometimes, but Thundercracker definitely doesn't. <laughs> Thundercracker uses, I think, his sonic boom like twice once. in the entire series. I think he's once. I think Skywarp teleports like three times. Yeah, it's so stupid. Um, and the ra- like, what the? F- I mean, the Rainmakers are a disaster. <laughs> hey, um, they at least they at least did some work. They like, yeah, they at least did some work. But like, the entire thing of them being <laughs> fucking Starscream clothes, not great. No, yeah, they're th- these these seekers. I think they have the strength in numbers because there's like so many of them. So eventually, you're gonna win. Uh, and I mean, some of them are competent, like Slipstream in particular. She does not, yeah. you know, she does not do particularly well here, but that's because she's a Decepticon and she has to lose. That's um, right. But, like, there's nothing to suggest that Slipstream is anything but a perfectly competent lieutenant. And we don't, we just don't see enough of the clones in animated to really get a good judge. Yeah. That's the, that's the sad. And there's, well, there's, there's a thrust in Armada. You know, he did some work. No, listen, I would put him pr- probably towards the top. He was probably one of the more effective seekers. Yeah, I mean, most most of it was spent being manipulated by the literal devil, but hey, you know. No, no, it's... he's not owned, he's not owned. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not turning into a corn cob. Kind of does look I'm like not, a corn cob. I'm not getting crushed between unicorn shoulder joints. Yeah. I'm not being popped like a zit. I insist as I slowly uh, shrink and get crushed between unicorn shoulder joints. Oh, his death is so brutal. <laughs> yeah, that's some saw saw trap type shit. Yeah, um, Megatron just watches. Oh no, he doesn't. It's it's so cold. He just walks away, and we just see the explosion over his shoulder. That's yeah. so cold. Um, yeah, I, these guys aren't great, but they are. I, there's really you really can't do worse than G one. Like those th- guys suck th- so bad. <laughs> They are filling the the fucking generic mook role better than right. some other guys, right? Like they are, they obviously they they are less disposable than the Viacons and Prime because literally you can just kill as many of those guys as you fucking want. <laughs> yeah, it um, actually is really funny how many they kill in <laughs> Prime. They mow what? those guys down. It's fine. They aren't people. <laughs> um, right? Yeah, freedom to right is of all sentient beings. We were not going to uh, define sentience here, uh, but you know they they are still getting slapped around every re- every week because they're they're the, they're the villain team. You know yeah. they got to take their they got to take those L's. Um. Okay. From Cyber Aurora, Aurora, where would you take a dinosaur to hang out? I think depends on the depends on the kind of dinosaur. You know, I think regardless of the type of dinosaur, I personally would take them to Central Park. That's a good one. I just want them to have space, you know? A lot of room. Yeah. Definitely need it to be something outdoors. Limited activities in in New York. Maybe I'd take them to the Bronx Zoo. That seems seems like a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, I just think that's, you know, big open park spaces. That's what I would do. They're going to see a particularly delicious zebra and, you know. Yeah. Then you you got to fill out a lot of paperwork. Um... Well, dep- again, or, depend- if, if not if I don't true. take carnivores. <laughs> that's true. If you're just hanging out chilling with like a hadrosaur. Yeah, and kilosaur. Or like a pachycephalosaur. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like a big park is definitely the place to go. Maybe one like a big pond, lots of space to run and roll around and do and do other stuff. Definitely nowhere super crowded and nowhere with like super uh with no escape routes we're not taking them to the, to the football game it seems like a bad idea yeah and I, I think about how many seats you'd have to buy anyway you have to buy a lot even even like a small dinosaur they can be they can be pretty big they're like fucking 20 feet long or whatever yeah you gotta get like a like a micro raptor you can you can take that motherfucker anywhere he's like the size of a bird um yeah from Slipstream Sam Reel, with the classic trope of a dad being passed out in their armchair with the TV on until someone dares to change the channel in mind, what would OP and Megatron be watching? I mean, I feel like Megatron would be watching infomercials for some reason. I think Megatron watches the History Channel. Yes, it's oh, and it's late history. It's late history channel. Like it's it's this is like late at night when you stumble on this. So they were airing the really weird shit. It's yeah. I mean, he watches it like all day, but yeah. he doesn't stop when it gets to like the ancient aliens type shit. He just leaves it on. Yeah. Um, Optimus, I think watches like C-SPAN. <laughs> no, I think he watches like how it's made yes he wants to learn about earth culture yeah he's gonna watch how it's made and he's gonna watch all his all his crazy machines like these humans have a have a machine for everything fascinating it's soothing bumblebee the narrator the narrator puts my circuits at ease i feel as though he is a lover of mine um okay um from sorry i just caught the last sentence you said there Uh fascinating fascinating stuff um (laughs) you paint a beautiful picture in a beautiful world nero Um, i look i think i think that optimus would find a deep personal connection with the narrator of how it's made uh yeah um, okay, from me, Mr. Gay, Daphnis, um, if you could bring one creature back from extinction, what would it be? It doesn't have to be a traditional dinosaur. It could be an animal that went extinct in recent history. Um, I think for me, it's a Tasmanian tiger. Bring back the dodo. Them bitches are funny. The dodo is fun. I mean, yeah, things like the, the Tasmanian tiger, like, just makes me really sad about it being extinct. Yeah. Um, well, look, here's, here's the thing, right, about dinosaurs this is a different world this ain't their world that's what jurassic park is all about we can't be bringing them back and pretending like you know it'll be fine but you know the dodo went extinct very recently so like you know just bring them back same thing with the tasmanian tiger yeah i mean oh man I j- every time i see that like footage of the last tasmanian tiger i'm like Ugh. wait never mind i have a new answer giant ground sloths Oh, yeah, that's good. I could also, in that, <laughs> now we're going full Ice Age, but what about saber-toothed tigers? Bring them all back. I want to see what happens. Yeah, I just want some megafauna, honestly. You know, uh, I, I think... Elephants sure, alone. Sorry. I'm pretty sure megafauna happen as it gets colder. I'm, yeah. I believe that is the, that is the like, trend, uh, which I'm is just, why there was so much megafauna back then. I'm just, elephants alone aren't doing it for me enough anymore. Give me some fucking mastodons. Give me some fucking woolly mammoths. 
Okay. From Curly Straw Mystery. Quick, recast the lighthouse with Transformers, which duo gets into the wildest shenanigans. Okay. Why? So, um, Getaway is Robert Pattinson's character. I don't, and I get, I think Cup. Okay, obviously, Willem Dafoe has to be Cup, right? There's no way. There's no one else. Yeah. Like who who could be crotchety enough? Ironhide. He's like pretty crotchety, but he's not. He's not. He's not Willem Dafoe in the lighthouse crotchety. Yeah. He's not farting everywhere. Cup is definitely farting everywhere. So maybe it's Cup and I say Springer. Yeah, that would make sense. If we're going Cup, I say Springer. Yeah, I feel like they would that would that would happen. Um they're hallucinating shit. Springer yeah. did some things, you know. Again, like the trauma of, of Cup caught you masturbating, didn't I? That's right. <laughs> oh Kept god. Telling Springer all about the green glow. I just want I just want to see Cup deliver that insane fucking monologue Willem Dafoe's character has where he yells at Winslow about the sea or something. He didn't eat my lobster. (laughs) (laughs) Um, From, oh, and also second, Senator McCarthy voice, Windblade, are you now or have you ever been a member of the Seeker faction? I don't think she ever was, no. No. They made a bad first impression. Yeah, I mean, I think think we see that she very clearly rejects them. Um, Nero from Disney Minus asks, this question would have been better for last episode, but what came first, the Autobot symbol or Optimus's shield? Um, my guess is the Autobot symbol. I think, I don't know that this is in the case here, but in some continuities, I believe that it was like one of the original symbols of the primes, right? Yeah, it varies. Like Sometimes it's, yeah, it's like the symbol of the last Autobot or it's a symbol of the 13 primes it like extends back in history, whereas the Decepticon symbol is usually something more recently created. Um, I don't know if we ever get an origin here, but you know, honestly, that kind of would be cool if like there were, that was just a random symbol that Optimus uses the shield, and then like it became it became the emblem of the movement. Yeah, because that sh- that should do happen sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I do think it probably came first. Yes, I think I think that he made the shield after the symbol they had already adopted for some reason that we never really get explained. Um, also from Veer, uh, do you think if all the Seekers had focused on taking out Windblade before going after Bumblebee and Grimlock, would they have won? Maybe. I mean, it was only Slipstream going after the plane. Like, they were doing a pretty good job. It's just that, you know, Windblade is good at transforming in midair with two guys hanging off of her wings. It's very acrobatic. Yeah, maybe if all of them... Yeah, I mean, if you gang up on her all at once, yeah. But then, of course, you do that, then the plane gets away. So, like, you're kind of fucked either way. You gotta gotta split your aggro, you know? It's just tactics. Might have been worth it for Slipstream. (laughs) Yeah, I think think that she would be sorely tempted to do that. Yeah. Um, And then finally, from this round from Veer, um, is Shadow Striker the only person with Shockwave because all the others died by Shockwave's experiment, which they may or may not have been the test subjects for? Um, I think it's a combination of that and also the fact that uh, Shockwave hates people and thinks they're all idiots. Yeah, and 
Shadow Striker has seems to have a similar misanthropic attitude for obvious reasons. So, you know, they work well together. I assume that they never talk. Just I mean, fucking silence she for does, all those long voyages. She does owe him her life. That's true. He, you know, he could have done better, but uh, she is still kicking because of him. So, like, so. there must, there might be some, some sort of loyalty there. Yeah. Um. Again, from C- Cyberora Aurora. What's Bumblebee's favorite Fortnite dance? Easy, classic, orange justice. Yeah, he he appreciates the classics. He um, he knows how to. That's the that's the one he learned. He was throwing it back in this episode, by the way, when he was dancing to drive. Yeah, he was like full on twerking. <laughs> like I Fucking... said, he does a gay little dance that pisses you off. Yeah, and she gets real mad. Yeah. Um, from uh, Curly Straw Mystery again. Uh, if you had to choose four Transformers based on matching colors, yellow, red, blue, purple, to be a new version of the Wiggles, how successful would they be at waking up the purple one? This is just the Seekers. I mean, yeah. This is just <laughs> Sunstorm, Thrust, Thundercracker, and Skywarp. We could probably get yeah. a better... Let's say, okay, so I mean, say, let's say we... Okay, we, wh- that's wait, the wait, easy wait. route. First, first two, yellow and red, Sunstreaker, Sideswipe. Okay. Blue and purple. Blue Chromia. Purple Nautica. Purple Nautica. Perfect. They Oh, easy. Done. They uh, and they, s- they get it done real quick. Yeah, very effective at waking up the purple one. I'll uh I like this sec- I like this second one. Yeah. This one from from uh, uh, from Cass as well. What is the worst way to be a robot in disguise? Mars glasses, bad wig, president mask. We saw it back in Armada. <laughs> Do you remember the episode where they dressed up the fucking space minicon team sure in do. trench coats and yeah. hats? I I have to say though, I do think it's the Mark's glasses for me. There's something so classic about that bad disguise. Yeah, I want to see <laughs> Bumblebee in some Mark's glasses um, and like a big coat, and he's posing as a normal man. Uh, and then our last questions here are from. Uh, from Veer again, D- Nero from Disney Minus. If you could have had any character, even if they haven't shown up in Cyberverse, die during the season finale, who would it be, and how did they come to meet a terrible fate? I um, think they should have killed at least one of the Seekers. This is... <laughs> well, this is... Melt uh, you one know of what? Them. You know what? There's lava all over the damn place. Chuck thrust into a fucking magma pit, you know? Put, I want to put Getaway in uh, Cyberverse <laughs> just to die. <laughs> Hey That'd guys, I'm here. Yeah, then then he gets like accidentally knocked into the lava pit and melts horribly. And we yeah. get to see it. I <laughs> I was trying to explain to other people who aren't into Transformers fandom <clears throat> when the Getaway cosplayer won TF Nation uh, cosplays contest. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I was like, I, I can't express to you all how universally beloathed this character is. No He's one like, likes him. He James Roberts did his best to make the worst kind of guy, and he did he succeeded very well. I was like, there are so many villains and absolutely horrendous people. The only other person I can think of that kind of comes close that I really don't think I know of anyone who actually likes him is Jaxus. Right, like 
you have on one on the one hand this fucking mad scientist who tortures people for fun with gender with gender he invented gender to torture people and then you have getaway who does the worst things imaginable and like not even in like a fun sexy gay way no he he just sucks he he has that primus apotheosis, and you know, so does our boy Rodimus, but uh, Getaway's manifests in um, more destructive tendencies, shall we say. He just sucks so much. There's like nothing redeeming about him. He makes a deal with a brain-eating serial killer. <laughs> no. And, he, and, and the, like, the, the worst part about him is, and I think the, like, the reason why the other like real villains like get have more fans or whatever as well is that getaways like and i'm doing the good thing yeah he's like i'm the i'm the good i'm the right one i'm the cool guy i'm i'm the guy like people will thank me for this and it's like go fuck yourself anyway (laughs) um i won't get away to die so every every it's so funny that they took like once again before idw getaway had like no fucking fictional appearances he was a nobody did he even exist Uh, i thought he was an original character no he did he was uh he's a power master from g1 uh which was very very late in the toy line so he never had any animation appearances i feel yeah i feel like he might be in headmasters but i I don't know feel like if you've never shown up in an actual piece of media if you're just a toy, then that doesn't count. I think he was in something. Like, okay. he was probably in the comics, but he was, like, in two issues to say, hey, you should buy my toy and then, like, get killed by Unicron or something. Yeah. Um, okay, that's, I mean, that's fair. But anyway, yeah. Fuck, fuck Getaway forever and ever. Also, I guess Geaxis would be fun to kill. Get Getaway in the fucking Diavolo death loop. Yeah. Do it. Um I, oh. <laughs> I want this man to experience gold experience requiem. Um also from Veer, uh how would you feel if Bumblebee spoke with an impression of Rick from Rick and Morty as to work around his broken voice box instead of using his radio? Bad. It would be only slightly worse than what we have now. It would be worse. It would be definitely more annoying, but you know, Oh god. It would be something. <laughs> did you hear that they replaced Justin Roiland's They did. With Jinx Monsoon. Hell yeah. I love them so much. Oh my god. Um yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, Justin Roiland played Lemon Grab in the original Adventure Time and they are not working with him anymore because he sucks. Yeah. Um, and uh, they also recast Rick and Morty, I think as Willem Dafoe and Michael Sarah is what I heard. That's really funny. Um, but uh, they've cast Jinx Monsoon, who is a season f- season four RuPaul's Drag Race uh, winner and also a narcoleptic drag queen <laughs> uh, as the voice of Lemon Grab, which is so good. Um, yeah. Uh, and then finally... This is like a skit. What is this? Yeah, so that both of us get to do the funny voice. Sibling, we stay stand here on top of the ark, but instead of fighting you with a hundred fake deaths, I ask you this: which optimuses would marry each other, and which would try to fight the others? Going down the Rolodex, I think they'd all date See, each other. Yeah, they, like I don't think I think optimuses would cooperate and collaborate, <laughs> except for Bayverse. 
Yeah, no, he has to go. He can't come to the party. Um, like Bumblebee versus Prime probably can. He's normal, but uh, yeah, we can't we can't bring Mister Decapitation. I think into the polycule. I think Prime would see Bayverse decapitate one person and be like, absolutely not. No, we got to get him out of here. He's he's a bad egg. <laughs> <laughs> this guy this guy is this gonna guy's no good bad someday like yeah the guy who says we will kill them all i don't think he's welcome at the uh, yeah yeah this guy's no good no good no good at all um no answer to say yeah. oh sorry oh no oh no here's the good so yeah this is the the same question with uh megatron and starscream so the answer is okay I think actually half of the Megatrons would date each other and half of them would kill each other and all the Starscreams would kill each other. See, I, I had the, I, so I think that the, the Starscreams would begin as some kind of the world's worst toxic polycule and then descend into like a Hamlet-esque string of assassinations. We see, we literally see this happen in Prime. That's true. Like... We see, and I'm not saying the peace see, would last long. We see how Starscream in Prime would answer the question, would you fuck your own clone? That's true. Uh, Megatron, yeah, I think, alright, so obviously uh, Unicron Trilogy Megatron and Beast Wars Megatron definitely hooking up, right? And um, then killing each other. Yes. Uh, Prime Megatron definitely comes out swinging. He is not here to share uh he's here to win i think idw and uh animated could uh, not sorry not idw um yeah no idw and animated would fuck nasty and i think they'd be okay oh yeah they're both smart enough to like they're they're the cerebral ones yeah they're both smart enough to like not cut off their noses to spite their faces meanwhile uh prime megatron's main pastime is shoving devil juice into his body and grafting dead guy's arms onto himself so he can hold a sword i think he does get his ass beat by g1 megs though oh for sure (laughs) yeah i mean it's literally it's literally just like uh idw megatron and animated megatron having like a fucking measured ideological discussion at a table in the back while all the others just fucking beat the shit out of each other (laughs) that's what's going on here yeah no i think i think animated and idw have a fine relationship um i think i think there's a little swinging going on with idw um i think animated probably sees boy toy rodimus and is like what's going on with that is that like <laughs> are you going it, to introduce me to your little friend is that there? like uh like that a thing that we can do and <laughs> like you know i think you meanwhile, know meanwhile g1 and prime are like trying to fucking tear each other's they're eyes out with their teeth they're literally bark bark snarling at each other <laughs> yeah see I, man, i'd pay to see that shit that sounds fun show me the fucking multiversal megatron meeting yeah, I'm. I'm. I just. And I'm just thinking of like animated being like, damn, you have a lot of boyfriends. So like, <laughs> it's like, tell me about this minimus guy. <laughs> Shit, he cute. <laughs> My, what perfectly groomed facial hair. He's the only one who's ever pulled it off. <laughs> I think Scourge looks good sometimes. Uh, do you? 
and G1. Mm, no. I guess Rekgar does. I mean, Rekgar pulls I'd... it off by being a literal garbage man. That's right. So that just fits his aesthetic. Um, he, he, he pulls it off by just sucking so immensely all around, aesthetically. Um, okay, and finally, finally our last question, also from Veer. Um, also, what do you want from the ice cream shop and what do you, do you dislike so that I definitely won't get it if they're out of what you want? Top three, like my top three, like obviously safest go-to, right? Not like, not in my top favorite, but like very beloved cookies and cream, right? Okay. Powerful, powerful ice cream flavor, high tier ice cream flavor. I think actually my favorite is probably coffee ice cream. Uh, I would have to say. And then maybe so it's like coffee, cookies and cream, and then like a like a like a rainbow sherbet type situation. Those are the three I think. But yeah, sometimes I try something different. You try like a like a sugar cookie ice cream or like a Oh, I just oh shit. It's fall. That means pumpkin pie ice cream is coming. Mm. So true. It's powerful. That's but you know that you can't always rely on that. That's that's only a limited time thing. What about you? Um okay, so first of all, I'm the kind of person who like will order anything if I've never seen it before. Um so if there's like a really weird flavor, then like that's what I'm going for. Um my local <laughs> um ice cream shop happens to be Ample Hills Creamery, so I'm going to name my favorite ca- uh flavors from them. Number 1, 100% Nectar of the Queens, honey cinnamon ice cream featuring baklava and um, galactoboreco. It's so fucking right. good. Baklava ice cream sounds delectable. Yeah, so it's honey ice cream with chunks of um, baklava uh, mixed into it. And the baklava is from a bakery that's also in the same neighborhood, which was the bakery that made the cake for my big fat Greek wedding. Mm, perfectly decadent. Yeah, it's it's so like homie, it's so good. Um, I'm actually a huge fan of their strawberries and cream, um, ice cream. It's like very simple and straightforward, but it's really really good. Also, I just really like strawberry. Strawberry is another great ice cream flavor. Jot that down. Um, and you know, I got us. I you know, I think it's because a lot of the strawberry stuff that I uh have is like, you know. It's it's in the tub. The yeah. strawberries have a have a weird texture, but I didn't see fresh strawberry ice cream being very good. Oh yeah, no this this one bangs. And then the last one that I really like from them is um, butter pecan pie crumble, Ooh. which is a brown sugar and brown butter uh, infused ice cream with brown pecan pie crumble. They literally just like chop up a pecan pie and put it in this. I want some fucking ice cream now. Shit. Yeah, I think they're still open. No, they're they're just closing now. God damn it! Uh, um, yeah, it's tragic. So, so those wow. are mine. But if we're talking about like generic flavors, um, my top are um, definitely cookie dough. Number one, um, if there is like a form of uh, like peanut butter ice cream, I'm a big fan of peanut butter ice cream. Um, and then. I guess in third place would probably be like a rum raisin. I think rum raisin is actually really easy to do well. Yeah, I like uh, I like chocolate and peanut butter ice cream a lot. Yeah, that's another one I quite like. Yeah, it's it's, I don't, it's the it's the classic combination. I don't like chocolate ice cream. 
Because in the U.S., at least, in, like, most um, places, they actually don't use chocolate to flavor it. They use cinnamon instead. Huh. Um, which is why it kind of tastes a little bit chalky. Um, so unless you get something that, like, actually says, like, made with chocolate or, like, made with cocoa or whatever, it's it's made with, like, a combination, mostly cinnamon, some other spices as well, to try to simulate that flavor. But that's why it doesn't taste quite right. Um, yeah. Well, that's well, it. Oh, and I don't like ended. chocolate ice cream. There you go. That's what you asked. Yeah, I guess for me, oh. Um, oh, and no, no bubble gum. I didn't like. Bubblegum's disgusting. Oh, yeah, that would be my answer. I don't like anything that's super sweet like that, like bubblegum or um, anything of that nature. Yeah, I've, I've never I've never liked that sort of stuff. Yeah. That ends our, our ice cream corner here on Prime Cuts, as well <laughs> as Prime Cuts itself. Of course, you can find us on Twitter, Prime Cuts Pod. Uh, we should probably get a co-host or a Blue Sky app at some point. I guess you you can do the Blue Sky. You I do. You, you are so you are soaring free while I am still stuck in the fucking tar pits. Do you do you want a fucking X. invite code? Do you have one? Yeah. That's no, fine. I I like being uh I like I like suffering. I like being on the cross. All right. Actually, you should actually send one to me. Um, I'll probably hardly ever use it though. Yeah. I, mean, I don't same. think any of my friends are on Blue Sky. Um, so oh, okay. I, I see how it is. Well, I, <laughs> I am doing the Andre the Giant gif right now. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, uh, Prankbits Pod, join the Discord soon. We're going to be watching last night the movie I haven't seen yet. Guess he won't be there for that one. Looked fucking bad. And I, from everything I hear, it is. Guess he won't be there for that one. Um, you're lucky. Uh, that's going to be coming out in a couple of weeks here. Um, I'm nearing and find me on Twitter at Dragon Smoocher on Tumblr. Or not Tumblr, on co-host at Dragon Slugger on Tumblr at Cyclonus with a five at the end. Um, and you can find my various other projects in various other places, such as Radio Free Heidelin, the Final Fantasy fourteen podcast with my friend Jane that is at Ready for Heidelin on Tumblr. We don't really use the Twitter anymore, uh, but we're going to start using that Tumblr a lot more. And Talk Cycles, talkcycles.tumblr.com. Teen Titans coming up. Uh, well, I watched a few episodes last night. Show is pretty good, as it turns out. It's still it's still quite good. It is outrageously anime, though. It, it is peak yeah. American anime. I actually um, I went to karaoke a couple weeks ago, and the theme song was there. Oh hell yeah! We didn't sing it, but we did sing "Hi Hi Puffy Ami Yumi," which and is also, fucking, of course, by Ami Yumi. That fucking theme song and that opening are just truly iconic. The Teen Titan ones or the Puffy Ami Yumi one? The Teen Titan. Yeah, one. I mean the the Puffy Ami one is also good, but uh, the show's good anyway. Yeah, that's me. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, co-host Blue Sky at Optimal on Prime. That's my funny robot internet joke. You can listen to the other podcast I do. It's called Pod of Greed. I've not been on in a couple of weeks because I'm so busy, so fucking busy right now. Um, but it's about Yu-Gi-Oh! And um, hopefully I'll be able to like find a time to record soon um, before I go out of the country for two weeks. Um, 
I've also been cast in a radio drama that should have more news coming out very soon. I know it's being actively edited on at this point. Um, and, uh, I've also, I'm also starting a, uh, New York foodie podcast on Moonshot Network called I Am, uh, Talkin' Here. Uh, I was on, um, a stream last week for that as well, um, of a, uh, tabletop RPG, uh, inspired by Good Society, which is a Pride and Prejudice thing called, uh, Milf Manor. It was a Milf Manor tabletop game. I played Mallory Archer. It was, it was fun and good, and you will be getting the link, the link will be available for that soon. Um, and that is it from us, uh, until next time, I'm going to, um, Give my dad a big hug. Transform and roll out. I am going to uh, write the writers of Cyberverse a strongly worded letter correcting all of their dinosaur facts. Transform and roll out. Peach. Peach. Peach.